Welcome to Blossoming Business with Emma Middleton, supporting women through the planning, setting up and running of their new business. So whether your business is just the seed of an idea or already established, join Emma as she shares her own experiences, gives you technical advice and tips, including the things to avoid, and chats to other women about their journeys of setting up successful businesses. Let's blossom together. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Emma Middleton, founder of Emma Middleton Business Solutions, and welcome to episode number 26. The thought of marketing any business can feel really overwhelming, as there are so many options and so many different ways to spend your time and your money. This is also a subject around which you will probably hear lots of different opinions from different people who often aren't running their own businesses about what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And it can easily end up in a downward spiral of trying all of the things, but not doing any of them particularly well. I've been there. I've set up social media accounts. I've researched and set up a YouTube account. Not that I've actually posted anything on there yet. And I've created a website twice. And it honestly takes me hours and hours of work to try and build my following and to get a few likes and the odd comments. Unfortunately, this has nothing to do with the quality of what I'm putting out there, but it has everything to do with the algorithm of the social media channels, which means my content is only seen by a limited number of people who follow my pages. Now, there are things that I can do to improve this, and you will see me trying some of them out over the summer. But in this podcast, I just wanted to chat to you about another marketing technique, and that is building an email list. There is one single reason that I recommend spending time building an email list. On the 4th of October 2021, Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp went down for six hours. And while that was probably the longest six hours in history for Mark Zuckerberg, it also had a huge impact on many businesses who use those platforms for sales and marketing. Suddenly, those businesses no longer had any access to their audiences and potentially their thousands and thousands of followers who they'd nurtured and served through their social media channels could have been gone forever. The problem is that we don't own or have offline access to our audiences on social media and it doesn't have to be something as huge as a massive shutdown of the platform. It is not unheard of for social media accounts to be hacked or put into Facebook jail because of misinterpretation of a post. And while these problems can be sorted out, it can take days or even weeks of time. And during that period, we're not only wasting a frustrating amount of time trying to sort out the problem, we also cannot access those accounts and our audiences. I really don't want to make this podcast sound very negative about social media. I love it, even though it's hard work and frustrating sometimes, but it is the best feeling when you put something out there and get some likes coming in or a few nice comments from your followers. But there is something else that I would encourage every business owner to run alongside their social media, and that 
is an email list. You may have heard the expression, the sales are in the mails. And while every email you send won't be a sales email, it's really important for us all to build that relationship with our audience and our followers through no like and trust. And just keep our business in front of our audience regularly. For example, if we ran a floristry business, included in our weekly email might be information about what flowers are coming into season this month or some tips on how to care for your flowers once you've got them home. These emails are not directly selling our product, but they will help to give our audience confidence that we know what we're talking about and remind them that we're still here. Of course, we do also want to send some marketing emails as well, and we can offer discounts to email subscribers or perhaps open up offers a day earlier to those in our list. We're all familiar with these offers because we receive them in our inboxes every day. Research has shown that the return on investment for money spent on building email lists is far greater than any money that we'll spend on other marketing techniques. And there are a number of reasons for this. The first is that emails do not have an algorithm. So we know that every email will go directly into the recipient's inbox. Now, there is a little issue over emails ending up in junk, but in the majority of cases, the marketing that we have spent time thinking about and putting together is going to go directly to our audience rather than it playing roulette with the social media algorithm. The second reason is that the people who have joined our email lists are already interested in what we have to offer them. They're a warm audience who've already expressed a positive opinion in what we have to offer and are interested in what we've got to tell them. And if they stop being interested, they can simply unsubscribe. And the third reason, which is getting a little bit more technical, is that you can target your emails this means that you can divide up your email list and send them emails specific to them. So going back to our florist example, we might have one subgroup for wedding venues and wedding organisers, another for funeral directors, and another for those who purchase cut flowers and bouquets. And we can send them specific emails that are relevant to them. Starting an email list does not need to be something too technical and there are a number of different email providers who can help you build your email list and many of them are free of charge until you get to a certain number of subscribers. So they offer the potential to experiment and have a go without the commitment of a monthly subscription. The advantage of using one of these email softwares is that it does all the technical work for you and helps with the sending out of emails monitoring the deliverability of them and allow those who receive them to unsubscribe if they feel that it's something that's not relevant to them anymore. And the final and hardest part of starting an email list is to get people on it. We can all add our biggest supporters in the form of family and friends, but how do we get our customers and potential customers onto the list? At this point, we do all need to be aware of the GDPR regulations that came into effect in the UK in 2018, which govern the processing of personal data from an individual's 
inside the UK. I'm not going to go into all the regulations here as they're easy to find on the internet. But one that is relevant here is that we can't add someone's email to a list without their permission. Our new and existing customers are probably the easiest ones to add. And we all know that when we buy something from a business at the checkout, there is nearly always an opt-in or an opt-out box for their mailing list. Other people will be attracted to our list if we offer them something. For example, the pop-up box that appears when we go on someone's website offering us a percentage discount off our first order with a voucher that's sent to our inbox is one method. Another might be offering a free resource to our social media followers and in order for them to receive it, they need to let you know their email address. I'll talk more about these resources in the future and let you know what's worked well for me and what hasn't. Not everyone who buys from us or receives a free resource will want to be added to our email list. And it might be that people who are added to our list stay there for a little while before deciding it's not for them. That's okay, it's not personal. And finally, I completely understand that the overwhelm is real. And there are always 101 plates that we all need to keep spinning. But I would really recommend spending some time and energy looking into email marketing to run alongside your other marketing. It does take a little bit of time to set up and get into the routine of sending out an email every week. But just like social media posts, they can be written in bulk and pre-scheduled. I meet lots of women who dream of setting up their own business, but are finding it difficult to navigate those first steps and don't know where to start, what the priorities are, or where to find the information they need. Sometimes it's a business in a completely new area that they're passionate about, or it might be a hobby they want to take professional. And sometimes they just think that their dream business is really only a dream and there is no chance of it becoming reality. I am lucky enough to have worked with women in this situation. And while it's not always easy and they have put in some hard work and hours, it has been a privilege to watch their businesses grow and flourish. And finally, if you like this podcast, then please hit subscribe and share it with just one friend who you think might find it interesting or useful.